0: Hey, ass-butt. Shut up, you idiot. Rochelle here and Lynn if you like our podcast be sure to rate and review us on your podcast platform
1: or share us on social media so more folks out there can join the Idgets and Aspets
0: family and don't forget to subscribe as well so you automatically have our newest episodes hello hello uh,
1: today we are talking about season 10 episode 16 called painted black so we start out uh it's nighttime we're inside a church in I can never say this this town we're in Massachusetts I want to say Worcestershire, you know like the sauce but
0: it's Wor- Worcester Worcester Wor- I don't How do you do it? Uh, <laughs> so I've heard many different ways to say it correctly if you go by the English way of saying it. I think it was like oh I'm not even gonna try because I know it's gonna be wrong. But I yeah, would like, know this
1: answer easily is Eric, but I'm too lazy to walk my ass upstairs and ask him, so
0: yeah. Okay. But I think there I mean there's I think that the sauce is different than the It t- is. It's spelled down, down and, and all like in yeah. how it's said, for sure. Yeah. So I don't know like yeah, yeah not know.
1: the same thing, and people are probably mad that I even did that, but whatever.
0: Travis calls it the Lee and Perrin. I don't <laughs> get it. The brand that is or the sauce. Oh, know. Lee and Perrin is the one who like it's like that's like the most common one, so he's like, give part. me the Lee and
1: Perrin. <laughs> that's smart, actually. He I over like it that. all
0: together. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, that works.
0: You know, I know what he's yeah. talking about now. It took me a little while to be like, what the hell, you know. But anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're in a church. Uh, A man named Terry is inside the confessional booth. I don't actually know if that's what it's called, but that's what I'm calling it.
0: Yeah, confessional, I think, or something. Okay. I don't remember.
1: Uh, Terry says, I detest all my sins because of thy just punishment, but most of all because they offend thee, my God, who art all good and deserving of all my love. I firmly resolve, with the help of thy grace, to sin no more and to avoid the near occasion of sin uh father Delaney who's in there too <laughs> that sounds weird <laughs> you know what I mean uh, yeah. <laughs> he says, yeah he says amen I absolve you of your sins in the name of the father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Terry says amen Father Delaney says go in peace Terry see you Sunday Terry says that you will father uh our view uh kind of changes and it looks like we're watching Terry through like you know monster ghost vision. Like, uh, that doesn't really make sense. But, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. He walks. Uh, so, Terry walks out of the booth and over to a lit candlestick, or a candle on a candlestick. He blows out the flame, removes the candle, and takes the candlestick outside with him. And uh, we see that the candlestick has, like, a crazy sharp pokey bit. Where the candle sticks to it. <laughs> I know. Um,
0: <laughs> Sorry. Bless you. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. That snuck up on me. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I will say that, like, moved a bunch of shit around in the house this weekend. Thank you, Lynn, for helping me with that, by the way. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, but I think now there's, like, a lot of dust in the air. And so I keep having, like, surprise sneezes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like some of them I know that are are coming, but that one I I did not know was coming. I get it. It's all so, good. Anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So um. So Terry is like walking down the street, but suddenly he stabs the sharp pokey bit right into his own chest, and then it kind of looks like he like pulls his arm like down a little bit, like he's yeah. Like, he's
0: kind of like dragging it around to like uh, make hamburger. You know, like that is that is yeah. I don't think I could do that. It's upsetting. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And then
1: we get our opening title sequence. So we cut to Crowley in his throne room in hell. Uh, a demon walks up to Crowley, uh who is looking at a clipboard. The demon says, "Majesty, I beg you to speak with her." Crowley says, "What now?" The demon says, "Your mother remains vexed, your Highness, and vents her frustration by abusing the court." No one dares retaliate at first, of course. And yes, one expects to suffer in hell. But I fear I have reached my limit. <laughs> like,
0: I'm done with this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Then the demon turns around and we see on the back of his head uh his face, but a a mini, a mini face of his. Yeah. That is that is also speaking. Um I was like <laughs> Yeah. When he was so like when you're looking at his regular face, I was like, why does he look weird? Like like he did have an exceptionally big head yeah. and it just like, it wasn't moving correctly. So I'm staring at him. Like something's wrong with his, like what is happening? And then he turned around. And I was like, Oh, okay.
0: It's like, okay, <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's exactly,
1: that's exactly what you like, turned around. And I wanted to be like, Voldy pants. Is that you? <laughs> Hello? <Hey."> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. The, the demon says, I mean, seriously, Crowley sighs and then yells mother. Uh, so Rowena walks into the room and says, yes, your Royal Highness. Crowley motions at the, the the two faces man and says, you care to comment? Rowena looks at the demon and says, magnificent work by an astonishing talent. Hmm, Bravo. Uh, Crowley dismisses the demon. And as he walks by Rowena, she says, I always said you were two faced. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I know. I like that. Crowley says, look, mommy, enough. I know you're annoyed with me. Rowena says, annoyed? No, Fergus. I'm devastated, betrayed, and brokenhearted. Crowley says, because I wouldn't go begging to a bunch of witches on your behalf? Rowena says, the Grand Coven is the supreme command of all witchcraft. Without their sanction, I'm forbidden to practice. Crowley says, forgive me. I hadn't noticed you stopped. Rowena (laughs) (laughs) Rowena says, that? trick. I'm capable of greatness. Given free reign, I'd be unstoppable. Crowley says, I am this close to throwing you back in that dungeon. Rowena says, of course, why not? Why do anything but cause me more pain? Bad enough, you wouldn't intervene with Olivet and the Coven, but you went directly against my wishes, siding with those Winchesters, refusing to kill them, then delivering the first blade into their hands, which you know could slaughter us all.
0: Also, because your wishes are the ones that count? Like...
1: Right, exactly. (laughs) She says, you prefer them to your own flesh and blood. It's a bitter pill, Fergus, after all I've done for you. Crowley says, and what exactly would that be? Rowena says, I gave you life, Fergus. Without me, Sunshine, you wouldn't
0: (laughs) exist.
1: Without me, Sunshine, you wouldn't exist. And then Rowena walks out of the room, and on the way, she, like, extends her arms out and says, a bite. I don't know if that's how you say it. Uh, but all the glass in the room explodes, which I thought was a nice exit, honestly. Yeah,
0: kind of I would fun. like,
1: I'd like to do that in dramatic moments. So <laughs>
0: <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, I
1: know. Like, ah, fuck you. Clean up all this glass. OK. <laughs> um, OK, so we cut to baby driving down a road. Still nighttime. Dean is driving. Sam's in the passenger seat. Dean says, all right, so I'm thinking, uh, curse, maybe. I'm
0: thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> Have you seen that Night at the Museum 2? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I saw that part. I haven't seen that movie, but I've seen that part. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but
1: Sam is not paying attention. Dean says, Sam, a little help here, okay? I'm trying to stay busy here. You know, eye on the ball, not on the mark. And this is a case until we know it's not. Sam says, sure. No, yeah, you're right. Three suicides, two weeks. Dean says, they're not just suicides. They gutted themselves and they took their sweet time doing it. I mean, that had to be incredibly painful. I can't seem to find any link between the vix either. Sam says, yeah, probably a curse. I bet. So we cut to the church basement, uh, a nun named Sister Matthias. Is that how you say her name, Matthias? I don't remember. It's either Matthias or Matthias. maybe? Or Matthias. <laughs> 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 oh, no. uh, really, no. I
0: know. Um, I
1: know. I what did you just say? Matthias? Matthias. I'm going to say Matthias. I don't know why. It's very close to the last name of a dude I knew in high school. Um,
0: okay.
1: So it's not exact, but that's, I. Th- yeah, I'm just going to do it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sister Mathias says to another nun named Isabella, who has an Italian accent. Uh, Sister Mathias says, and this man, he was handsome. Isabella says, exquisite. He took my breath away. But we are told not to speak so much of the time before we joined the order. Sister Mathias says, we all found our way to this life for a reason. Was he yours? Isabella says, his name was Piero, an incredible artist. Uh, and then we get a flashback. Uh, we're in an art studio with Isabella and Piero. Uh, Isabella is talking to Sister Matthias um, in real time, but we see this as a flashback as she talks. Uh, she says, sometimes I would pose for him, and he called me his muse. We see Piero is painting her portrait. She says to Sister Ma- blah, 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 blah. this isn't going to work. Okay. <laughs> Sister Matthias, <laughs> As you can imagine, we spent hours, days with each other. I felt so free with him. I had never been close with a man before like that. Uh, back in real time, Sister Matthias says, so what happened? Isabella says, I, I can't right now. Sister Matthias says, it's okay. Really, we're a lot alike, you know. I think we're supposed to enter the, coven, the convent for some higher purpose. But many of us choose this because of the things that overwhelmed us. So we cut to outside a police station. Sam and Dean are walking out. Uh, they're dressed in their Fed suits to baby. Um, that was a weird ass sentence. I'm going to say that differently. Sam and Dean are walking to baby out of a police station. They're dressed up like feds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sam says, all right, so what do we got? Terry Sloan, ordinary guy, not a lot of friends, but no known enemies, no relation to the other Vicks. Dean says, well, not necessarily. He's Catholic. And so are the other two. Sam says, "Dean, this is Massachusetts. There are a lot of Catholics in Massachusetts. You think this is the case?" Dean says, "Who kills himself with a candlestick? All right. There's about a billion better ways." Sam says, "Yeah, but he did kill himself." Dean says, "All right. He's so like, well, it worked, you know? <laughs> it did. It did work. Yeah." yeah. Uh, Dean says, "All right. So it was not a witch. There was nothing hexy found on him. Uh, possession could have been a demon." Sam says, yeah, but the point of a demon possession, uh, wait, the point of a demon possessing a living thing is to, you know, possess a living thing. Uh, They reach the Impala and get inside. Dean's at the wheel. He says, okay, agent, why don't you get that cell phone back to the Bureau's crime lab, get it hacked like you told those guys, and uh, we'll figure out what's going on with Terry Sloan. Sam says, probably nude selfies. Dean says, I'm feeling good about this. (laughs) So we cut to... I know. We cut to the church. Uh, and a man named Frank McCarthy walks out of the confessional booth and to his wife, Lisa, who is praying in a pew. Lisa finishes.
0: <laughs> and- <laughs> Sorry. Like that, was, that, that word always I know. <laughs> cracks me up a little bit. Uh,
1: Lisa finishes praying and says, Amen. Uh, the monster spirit vision thing kind of watches over them as they leave the church. Uh, we cut to inside their house. It's nighttime now. Frank opens the fridge and grabs a jar of mayo. Uh, When he turns around, Lisa is standing there watching him. Frank says, hi, sweetie. Lisa says, you need to come to bed, Frank. You got to be exhausted from all those nine hours you've been putting in. Frank says, yep, yep. Uh, The old job's gotten pretty demanding, all right? Lisa smiles at him, but her smile turns into a glare when he turns back to the fridge. She grabs a pair of long scissors off the counter next to her and says, liar. (laughs)
0: Frank
1: turns turns around and Lisa like rushes at him with the scissors and stabs him in the gut over and over and over Frank says "Ah, ah, ah," (laughs) oh
0: exactly like that too (laughs) exactly how it
1: sounded (laughs) and then we see a white cloud of smoke leave Lisa's body Uh, once it's out of her she says oh my god no Frank and then she starts screaming Uh, We cut to church the next day. Father Delaney is walking uh, with Sam and Dean. He says, I just can't believe Lisa McCarthy would murder her husband. Sam says, right, well, his blood was all over her body, and her prints were all over the pair of scissors that butchered him. Father Delaney says, that's terrible. Sam says, yeah. Dean says, now, we have some questions. Uh, For starters, she has no memory of it. The last thing she remembers is being here. Frank had gone to confession. Sam says, "So if he happen to say anything in the confession about, you know, maybe problems with the wife," Father Delaney says, "I'm sorry. The nature of confession is confidential." I got a question for you about that, Rochelle. Is yes. that like, is that like, um, I want to say like, is that a like thing.
0: But but like once the person's dead, is that still a thing? As far as I know, I mean, I'm not Catholic, so I'm not totally sure. Yeah, I mean, like you know, we always what hear that I like. Understand of it, like the priest cannot tell anybody else what you tell them, basically. Mm-hmm.
1: hmm I just, I know that, like, I don't actually know if this is real life or just, you know, TV shows and movies, but, like, in a therapy way, like, if the person's dead, then they can, you know. Yeah, I have
0: no idea. It's not confidential
1: anymore for, like, legal reasons, though. Um, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, all the church is different. So,
0: anyway, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> like, I would... Because it's, like, a, you know a religious thing i think that it. i mean i would see how it could be different you know and like they still can't say as far as i know they can't say ever Hmm. but also i I don't know you know yeah (laughs) i thought thought eric would know that
1: too since he grew up catholic okay
0: yeah i I definitely am not catholic so
1: yeah okay um okay dean says father all of the victims attended your church could you at least tell us if they had recently been to confession father delaney says yes these men were fairly regular but then so are the majority of the folks here sister matthias walks up and says father father delaney says agents uh sister matthias is our director of social services i've asked her to show you around and answer any questions dean very obviously checks her out and sam says sure Father Delaney walks away, and Dean says, sister. Sister Mathias
0: says, (laughs) sister Uh, Mathea
1: says, agent? Dean says, Almond. And this is Agent Betts. Sam says, sister, you're aware of the recent string of deaths, right? Sister Mathias says, yes, a terrible tragedy. But I'm confused as to why you're here. These were all suicides, weren't they? Sam says, well, possibly not. Sister Mathias says, murders? Dean says, well, (laughs) murders? Uh, Dean says, well, the actual method of killing was all identical. Sister Mathia says, ah, the M.O. Dean says, yes, indeed, the M.O. And he kind of laughs. Sam has noticed that Dean, uh, instead of Dean, I wrote dead, which, okay. But too soon, too soon, okay. (laughs) 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 Sam has noticed that Dean and the nun are clearly hitting it off and says, I'm going to go. Have a look around. Uh, Excuse me, sister. Agent Bets uh Alman. Dean says, Okay. So Sam walks away and Dean walks around with Sister Matthias. He says, Uh, sister, did you notice any chance in the wait, does that even make sense? I wrote this wrong. Anyways, he says, Any fighting, drinking, cheating, you know, the usual. Sister Matthias says, The usual. I bet cynical agent? Dean says, Well, you know, scissors to the gut really uh brings out the grinch in me. <laughs> they kind of chuckle, <laughs> which, okay. <laughs> and then uh, Dean and Sister Matthias like reach the front of the church. And Dean asks, okay, now Lisa McCarthy said that they were devoted to each other. Was that true? Sister Matthias says, that always appeared to be the case. Dean says, but Sister Matthias says, we're looking for a motive now, aren't we? Dean says, we are. An mm-hmm. earlier victim's cell phone showed some anchor text between he and his girlfriend because he had been fooling her around. Sister Mathia says, there were rumors. Dean says, so Frank cheated on Lisa, so she lied to me. Oh, she didn't know. Sister Mathia says, my sources are excellent and you didn't hear it from me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you will not
1: squeal, thank you. <laughs> uh, so we cut to Sam who is EMFing around all the candles. Uh, back with Dean, uh, he says, I got a question. How does someone like you end up You know, Sister Mathias says, cloistered away from the world. Are you making fun of me, Agent Allman? Dean says, no, 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 no. Uh, I guess I'm just wondering how someone quits one life for something completely different. And and they believe in it so much. Sister Mathias says, well, in my case, I felt I had no choice. My life had become painful. There was hopelessness. I felt I had to find something larger than myself to focus on. A kind of mission, I guess. You have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm sure. Dean says, eh, don't be. Sam joins them and says, sister, I got a question. Dean says, this is Sister Matthias. I'm sure it's a different question. <laughs> I thought that was really cute. <laughs> Sam says, is there a cemetery nearby? Sister Matthias says, you could say that. The entire church is built over burial crypts. Sam says, oh, have you ever heard or felt anything strange or unusual? Sister Matthias says, Unusual how? Dean says, like uh, spots in the building that suddenly get cold, or maybe you feel like you're not quite alone. Sister Mathia says, rattling chains and teacups that fly across the room. Dean says, sister, are you making fun of me? She says, really, the FBI believes in ghosts? I'm afraid I don't. If you'll excuse me, agents, I have to go back to work. So we got to a short time later, Uh, Sam and Dean are outside walking down the stairs of the church. Dean says, tell me you didn't think that nun was hot. I think she had a little thing for me, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Buddy. (laughs) I know.
1: Sam says, Dean, she was married to Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Dean says, all right. So Frank cheated on his wife, Lisa. All right. You know, the whole theme of this case seems to be about guys doing their women wrong. Notice that? Sam says, yeah, but Lisa McCarthy was pretty convincing that she had no idea whatsoever that she killed her husband. Dean says, oh, hot nun said that Lisa had no idea he was cheating on her. So maybe she was controlled by someone who did. Sam says, again, nothing witchy. Dean says, ghost? Sam says, hard to say. I mean, there's EMF in the church, but it's built on a burial ground. Dean says, you know that all the victims recently went to confession. Sam says, so you think Father Delaney's involved? Dean says, or maybe something surrounding the confessional. Sammy, how long has it been since my last confession? Sam says, you've never been to Confession. (laughs) Dean says, well, that's too long. (laughs) So we cut to hell. Uh, Rowena walks over to Crowley, who's sitting on his throne. She says, you summoned your royal highness. And then she gives him like a huge, ridiculous curtsy, which was surprisingly still graceful and beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) While still making fun. Yep. Crowley says, mother. Rowena says, oh, he remembers. What can I do for you? (laughs) Crowley says, it's what I can do for you. I've been thinking just how wretched it would be if my own, I don't know how to say this, raisin, blah, 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 I'm not even going to pretend. I don't even know. Okay. Uh, Wreaking havoc and pain on earth were taken from me. I see how stifled you must feel, and I sympathize. Romina says, does this mean you'll go to the Grand Coven on my behalf? Crowley stands up and says, even better, I brought the coven to you. And then two demons drag a woman into the room. Crowley says, I believe you know Olivet. Rowena looks shocked and speechless. Crowley says, hi, priestess of the Grand Coven. Speechless with joy? Rowena is totally overwhelmed. Then she says to Olivet, you utter bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Olivet, uh, Olivet says, bottom feeder. Crowley says, ah, the storm before the storm. As you can see, the iron chains render her powerless. So you can plead your case. Exact your revenge, whatever it is that puts a spring back in your step. You kids have fun now. So Carly and the other demons leave them alone. Olivet says, I see your time as outcast has led you from vile to loathsome. Rowena says, I doubt this strategy of insults will get you out of this pickle. Olivet says, mm, no, I do not grovel before she who lay with the non-magic and hatched this evil spawn. <laughs> Romina says, my personal life is none of your business. I could have been your superstar. (laughs) Olivet says, oh, please. When we initiated your thankless ass into the coven, we did overlook your private lapses because of your talent. We thought you'd outgrown your reckless, selfish ways, but, oh, no, they just grew out of control. And now look at you, consorting with demons. Rowena says, quite the speech, considering you're in my son's palace. Olivet is now shocked. She says, what? Not like that, but... (laughs) Rowena laughs and says, you see, my son, the spawn you speak of, is now the king of hell. Total Cinderella story, I'd say. Oh, aye. And now you, dearest Olivet, are prisoner of the baddest of the bad and his devoted mummy. Uh, So we cut to the church basement. Sister Matthias says to Isabella, it was a sadness in your eyes. I saw it myself there. Was it Piero? Is he the reason you're here? Isabella says, there is not much difference between madness and devotion. I was obsessed with him. Uh, so we get another flashback to the art studio. We see Piero is caressing I- yeah. Isabella's hair. <laughs> um, she says to Sister Matthias, uh, we shared each other's secrets. We were on the same road. I suddenly realized how deeply in love with Piero I had fallen. He said it was only after I posed for him that his work turned out on- his work took on real power real expression the painting i had posed for was the beginning of his career in the end it was his masterpiece Uh, we get a view out of the window of the art studio and the screen says that we are in florence italy and it is 1520, which is a problem i think but okay (laughs) Uh, in real time sister matthias says sweet jesus nothing in my love life was ever so magical Isabella says, magic can be ruinous." I don't know if I've ever said that word before. Ruinous? Are you? Yeah, I've never said that before. Ruinous. I don't sound right, but okay. She says, especially if the trick is on you. Uh, then we're back in the flashback. Well, Isabella says to Sister Matthias, I finally confessed my heart to Piero. I felt we could read each other's thoughts. But I said the words inside out loud. I love you. And I waited, dying inside. And then he explained he had feelings for me, but not of the same sort. Uh, the flashback ends, and Sister Matthias asks, uh, Sorry. You bastard! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, right. Um, uh, where am I? Okay, Sister Matthias says, He loved another. Isabella says, Indeed, his art. It was everything to him. And uh, so much that I affected it, and he cared for me. But beyond that, he could offer me nothing but friendship. I fell into such despair. I could not eat nor sleep until my family could stand no more. Sister Mathia says, and that's when you entered the convent. Isabella says, it's as if I died. My father sent me there to escape my sorrow and forget Piero. His servants dragged me from home one night. Uh, all these things for my father's estate. And we see on a table, that there's like a bunch of antique items. She says, I never saw them again after that night. Everything that was mine was lost too. Except my journal. And then Isabella Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth touches her journal, which is also on the table. She says, things I could say to no one. Things no one wanted to hear. Sister Mathias says, loneliness is, Isabella says, yes, it is. So we cut back to hell. Rowena slaps Olivette right in the face. Uh, Olivette is tied to a chair. She says, well, I really can't say I'm surprised. You were always petulant and reckless and overrated. Banishment was too good for you. Uh, So Rowena slaps her again. And blood (laughs) starts trickling out of Olivet's nose. Rowena says, you were always so envious of my skills. You fool. The only threat I ever posed to the coven was that I was smarter, more gifted than you. Olivet says, more blindly ambitious. Rowena says, why not? You nits were content to live in the shadows, dicking around with black cats and broomsticks instead of greatness. And Rowena slaps (laughs) Olivet once again. Olivette says, What was that one for? Rowena says, Emphasis. I will get one. Because I can. (laughs) That's right.
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) Olivette says, No, you won't. Rowena raises her hand to slap Olivette again, but Olivette says, Because what you are looking for no longer exists. The coven is a pale relic of its past power, weakened by witch hunts, burning at the stake, endless persecution. All of it was engineered by them. Rowena says, Them? Olivet says, oh, not as quick as I thought. Rowena holds up two fingers, threatening to poke Olivet's eyes out, I guess. <laughs> Which I think is, like, <laughs> the best thing ever. I know, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Olivet says, all right, it's a rabid group of sanctimonious do gooders dedicated to our downfall. Rowena says, they had equal magic. Olivet says, worse, public relations. They whipped the church and the public into a panic. Our best were killed or driven underground. Then they plundered our spells and secrets and shipped them to hidden bunkers all over the world. Rarina says, It appears you hate them more than you hate me. Olivet says, They tried to destroy our world, hoarding unbelievable power for their own amusement. Smug, self righteous bastards, the men of letters. Uh row. row. So <laughs> we cut to the confessional booth in the church. Father Delaney hears a knock on the window and says, Yes. opens the window and finds dean sitting on the other side dean says hiya father father delaney says pardon me dean says pardon you i thought it was the other way around (laughs) (laughs) just it's uh so i'm here to here to clean house i need to get some things off my chest father delaney says oh all right continue dean says uh it's the women father where do i begin father says uh, the father delaney says Bless me, Father, for I have sinned, as usual. Dean says, right, good, yeah, so that, and um, so the women. Uh, (laughs) And this is not something I'm proud of, but I let them think that we have more of a future than we do, you know? Uh, Gina, Father Delaney says, Gina. Dean says, well, now don't get me wrong. I mean, she was, it was good times. I mean, you know how it is, the sex, the lasagna. (laughs) the lasagna okay Uh, garfield (laughs) i know i'm just like oh sex okay oh lasagna now we're talking okay i mean i do Uh, like lasagna i do too that seems like a great sexual companion really i mean not during (laughs) okay you know what i mean okay it does does sound saucy that's true (laughs) and you know noodly, but okay (laughs) uh dean says but i was not honest with her and sometimes i was seeing two Maybe three girls at the same time. Sometimes in the same day. Uh, You get the picture. And it wasn't just Gina. It was endless. It's making me sick. Father Delaney says, And you wish to be forgiven, my son? Dean says, I do. I need to clean up my act. Father Delaney says, "And As penance, you shall say five Hail Marys to our fathers and reflect on your transgression. (laughs) think about what you've done. That's right. (laughs) Dean says, And then that's good. That's it. Then I'm good to go. Father Delaney says, one would hope some inner exploration might occur. The (laughs) prayers are just the beginning to some serious soul searching. Dean says, hmm. Father Delaney asks, is there anything else on your mind, Agent Almond? Dean says, what if I said I didn't want to die yet? You know, that I wasn't ready. Father Delaney says, are you expecting to? Dean says, "Always, you know, the life I live, the work I do, I pretty much just figured that that was all there was to me. You know, tear around and jam the key in the ignition and haul ass till I ran out of gas. I guess I just thought sooner or later I'd go out the same way that I live, pedal to the metal, and that would be it." Father Delaney says, "But now, Dean says, now uh, recent events make me think I might be closer to that than I really thought, and I don't know. I mean, you know, there's." There's things, there's people, feelings that I want to experience differently than I have, or maybe even for the first time. Father Delaney says, go a little deeper, perhaps, than with Gina. Dean says, yeah, yeah, I'm just starting to think that maybe there's more to it all than I thought. Uh, Father Delaney says, learning there's more to the universe than your tiny world can be a frightening discovery. Do you truly believe in God, agent? Because that can be a comfort. Dean says, I believe there is a God, but I'm not sure he still believes in us. Uh, then Dean leaves a confessional booth and behind him, Isabella's ghost appears. Uh, Dean walks over to Sam and says, uh, who says, so you think you had an eavesdropper in there? Dean says, hope so. Sam says, you better watch your back. If you're right, jerks like you are just what our ghost is looking for. So Sam and Dean leave the church and we see sister Matthias off in a corner watching the boys. Uh, So we cut to the church basement. Sister Matthias walks in the room and whispers, Isabella, Isabella, are you here? We cut back upstairs. Uh, A woman walks out of the confessional booth and Father Delaney uh, walks out of the other door. Isabella's spirit watches over him. As he walks to the front of the church, uh, Isabella's spirit possesses him. Down in the basement, Sister Matthias opens Isabella's journal and begins reading it. Uh, We get a flashback and hear Isabella's voice narrating. She says, I found no peace in the convent and my sorrow turned to rage. What was once love for Piero had become hatred. One night I snuck out a window and made my way to his studio. I'm not sure why I went. Uh, Isabella is in the art studio looking at her portrait. She grabs a paintbrush that has red paint on it. And we hear her say, to confront him? To ruin the painting and destroy his love the way he destroyed mine? And we see that she's about to paint on her portrait, which she hears some very passionate moaning, which I shall not try and do here. Don't. <laughs> awkward, I know. Nobody wants that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no one needs that. She says, there they were. We see a woman and Piero totally getting down on a bed in a room. Uh, Isabella sees a knife on the corner of a table and grabs it. She goes over to them and like creepily watches for a moment Um, Then the woman sees her and starts screaming. Piero says, Isabella. But Isabella stabs the knife into Piero's chest over and over. And then the flashback ends. Uh, Sister Matthias closes the journal. Uh, We cut to sometime later at the church. Uh, Sam and Dean follow Sister Matthias down into the basement. She says, I never mentioned her to you because it didn't occur to me that she was connected with the murders. Ever since I've been here, I've come across restless spirits of all sorts. They're kind of all sad and harmless. And eventually, the poor things go to their final rest. Sam says, wait a second. So you're just comfortable around ghosts? Sister Mathia says, as a spiritual person, I've accepted many planes of existence.
0: She's like, and as I, say- I live in like a ghost like grave, I uh, live in a graveyard, man. Basically, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> she's she's like no fucking shit,
1: yeah. Uh, she says, and as I said, they've all been harmless. Isabella was my friend. We had a lot in common, including painful love lives. I wanted to protect her. Dean says, you said she showed up about three weeks ago when stuff from her home arrived. Sister Mathias says, yes, part of a shipment from the monastery in Tivoli. Her family's treasures found their way to the church, as with many of the great houses of Europe. Sam says, you get that she got here just before the murder started happening. Sister Matthea says, I finally realized that. And then I heard the two of you and it made me wonder. That's when I read her journal. It was given to her father right after her death. Dean says, vengeful spirit, just like we thought. Sam says, yeah, but 16th century Florence, she's probably buried in Florence. Sister Matthea says, I assume the journal ended right after her trial. She hands the journal to Sam and says, Piero's death was so horrific. She was convicted. Piero's death was so horrific. She was convicted of witchcraft. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I need to copy. She's a witch now. burn her. <laughs> yes. Oh. <clears throat> oh. <Crap>. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry.
0: Okay. You're good.
1: She says they sentenced her to burn at the stake. Dean says, okay, well, if she burned, then so would her bones. Sam says, yeah, but Dean, something here is the tether that ties her to this place. Dean says, it's probably the journal where she wrote about her life. To Sister Matthias, he says, why don't we see if we can't find Isabella? Try to slow her down. Sam, burn all this stuff. Sister Matthias says, her journal? Is that necessary? Dean says, believe me, it's necessary. Sam says, well, I don't know, Dean. I mean, there might be more in here. Dean says, Sam, Burnett, let's go. So Dean and Sister Matthias leave. Uh, we cut to hell. Rowena is punching Olivette in the face. <laughs> Olivet says, I'm telling you, I don't know anymore. Rowena says, you're lying. Just as you lied about me all those years. You're afraid I'll recover all of the stolen potions and spells and become more powerful than you. Olivet says, oh, poor, poor Rowena. Always the victim of one conspiracy or another. You're so consumed with your rise of power, you can't see the truth. Rowena says, I see the truth, and it's pathetic. You let these men of letters pillage the greatest trove of magical secrets in the world and did nothing. Then Rowena kicks Olivet right in the shin. <laughs> <laughs> Olivet, Olivet says, ow! We were wicked. I mean, let's be real. That's
0: probably, <laughs> I mean, it hurts. she can reach on people. Yeah.
1: So to... <laughs> true, yeah. Olivette says, the plunder was dispersed to bunkers all around the world. Those bunkers are powerfully warded. There was nothing we could do to stop them. Rowena says, How do I find the men of letters? Olivette says, I don't even know if they exist anymore. I've heard that the American chapter was extinguished in the 1950s, but apparently two of its members survive the hunters, Sam and Dean Winchester. Rowena starts laughing and says, The Winchesters? Again with the Winchesters, perpetually the Winchesters. Olivet, dear, pleasant though this little chat has been, I feel it's come to a close. What you're telling me is that the coven is no longer all powerful, and therefore you are no longer useful. Olivet says, "You better be careful, Rowena. There's a line that cannot be crossed. Which on which murder is an anathema to the community." Rowena says, "The community? Who needs them?" think of all the years I've lived in fear for nothing. You ruined my life, Olivet, and you shall pay with yours. And then she starts humming the song Scotland the Brave.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, she's about to do something shitty when she starts humming her her theme song over there. (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) Olivet says,
1: Rowena, please, you don't want to do this. Uh, Rowena grabs a bowl that has like various ingredients in it and puts it on the ground in front of Olivet. She kneels behind it. Olivette says, please, Rowena, don't do this. Rowena, please. But Rowena dumps uh, some bones and feathers into the bowl. Olivet says, please stop. Rowena grabs a handful of red sand and says, "Mm, Cruciatus. I think that's from Harry Potter. Okay, not going to (laughs) lie.
0: Cruciatus
1: letumque crucianti or something. (laughs) <laughs> she throws the sand into the bowl and a red flame appears. Uh, Olivet begins to shake and blood drips out of her mouth. Uh, she screams and Rowena laughs, but then says, halt. Rowena stands up and Olivet starts, stops shaking. Rowena says, I haven't thought this through. Why should I kill you and give you an easy way out when there are far better options? Fatimtomistinterson uh, or something. something like that yeah something like that Olivet says no Rowena (laughs) says Termino ad Olivet says no no Rowena please Rowena says Olivet says no Rowena says oh I'm a genius
0: (laughs) uh,
1: (laughs) I'm awesome (laughs) Uh, so we cut back to the church Sister Matthias and Dean are walking around while Dean EMFs Sister Matthias (laughs) says I don't see how she could murder these people. If she was tethered to the church, Dean says, she could possess a person inside the church ride out and get yanked back after the kill. Sister Mathias says, and ghosts can be shot. Dean holds up a shotgun and says, this is rock salt. If we spot her, it'll slow her down. So down in the basement, Sam is reading Isabella's journal. We hear her voice, her voice say, and as the days passed, my love for Piero deepened, as did his belief in my powers as his muse. Uh, We flash back. um, uh, Isabella and Piero sit by the window at a table in his art studio. She says, he said he wanted something from me, something he could barely give voice to. Isabella gently touches Piero's face and then she holds her hand out palm up. She says he thought the effect I had on his work was profound. He had never painted painted. He had never painted so well. He asked if he might have a bit of my blood to mix into the pigment. Yeah. Gra- I know. Piero grabs a knife and cuts her hand. She says, Piero was so afraid he would hurt me. Uh, but Isabella sensually moans when he cuts her. She says, Weird. <laughs> <laughs> she says, Why? Th-
0: Ow. You know, like
1: <laughs> yep. she says, I told him on the contrary. It was my great joy to do this. Uh, back upstairs in the church, Dean and Sister Matthias walk into a hallway, and the EMF meter begins to make some noise. The sound gets louder, so Dean gestures for Sister Matthias to stay, um, to stay where she is while he investigates further. Down in the basement, Sam is still reading Isabella's journal. Uh, we're in the flashback in the art gallery, Isabella says, but it wasn't enough. And then we see her takes the knife and cut off the fucking tip of a finger, like a whole, a whole chunk of the whole one finger blue. yep yeah she wraps it in a cloth and says i told piero to grind the flesh blood and bone into the pigment and then she hands her finger bit to piero <laughs> <laughs> <She's> <laughs> <got>
0: the-
1: <laughs> here hold this for me she mm-hmm. says i had completely become one with the painting and with piero sam closes the journal and he looks behind him and sees a bunch of boarded up paintings Uh, Back upstairs, Dean walks into a room and finds Father Delaney lying on top of a table, gutted and dead. Uh, Back in the basement, Sam hurriedly searches through the paintings for Isabella's portrait. Uh, He finally finds one that says Tavolo on the side. Uh, Upstairs, Dean walks over to Sister Matthias and says, She got to Father Delaney. She's around here somewhere. we got to get you out of here. Come on. Dean grabs her hand to take her out of the church, but she resists. Then she slaps Dean, which sends him flying down the hallway. An <laughs> a uh, powerful bitch slap. That is, <laughs> not it, it is. I noticed that, too. <laughs> uh, back in the basement, Sam opens the painting and crate with a crowbar. Uh, upstairs, Sister Matthias ghost flickers towards Dean while he gets up. She grabs him and throws him up against the wall and grabs his throat. Uh, she pulls a knife from her sleeve, and Dean grabs her knife-holding hand, and they struggle. Sister Matthias says, the priest had to die. He made it his business to forgive you, pigs. Forgive you when what you do is unforgivable. Dean yells, Sam, burn the journal! <laughs> in the basement, Sam puts the painting into the fireplace. Uh, then he dumps lighter fluid on it and lights a pack of matches and throws it in, burning the painting. Upstairs, uh, Sister Matthias lets go of Dean, and her body begins to shake. Isabella's spirit like pops right out of her <laughs> and she falls to the ground. <laughs> uh, then Dean kind of holds her as I- Isabella's spirit flames out. I- as she goes, Isabella yells, Sister, don't let them. You're my friend. But Isabella burns and then vanishes. Uh, we cut to hell. Rowena watches joyfully as a hamster runs around on a hamster
0: wheel in a cage. <laughs> Don't you just wish that there was somebody you could do that to everyone? Oh while?
1: yes, more than one more than one somebody oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, weirdly, they all have the same personality, huh? yeah, <laughs> okay. uh Rowena is delightfully watching and says, oh you're you're trekking." Crowley walks <laughs> into the room and asks, "Is that her?" Rowena says, "Poetic justice, if you ask me for hundreds of years, those hags made me grovel. Every attempt to please them, futile. High time somebody else ran in circles, eh? Crowley says, nice touch. Something I might have thought of myself. Rowena says, you see, we're not so very different. Crowley says, what is it that you want? Rowena says, well, Fergus, since you asked, these friends of yours, the Winchesters, I hear they are, oh, what do you call it? uh, Men of letters? Crowley says, possibly. Rowena says, I see. Well, about that. Crowley says, listen, we've been through this. My relationship with the Winchesters is my business. I'll handle them. I'm not killing them. Rowena says, all right, Terry, of course. Whatever you say. Then Rowena pats him on the shoulder and walks away. Uh, we cut to baby driving down a road at night. Sam is driving. Dean's in the passenger seat. Dean says, who mixes their blood and bones into paint? No woman's ever done that for me. Yeah, <laughs> she wasn't exactly sound, though. Let's That's, be real. I mean, right. Exactly. I <laughs> I, can, I can say I've never done that for anybody. And I don't ever want to do that either. No, you know? I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sam says, is this you thanking me for not doing what you told me to do? Dean says, you know, if you would have burned the journal, then we wouldn't know how to kill it, would we? Sam laughs and says, yeah, you're welcome. You know, if you were in that confessional a long time look, man, I'm just saying, I'm your brother, Dean. If you ever need to talk about anything with anybody, you got somebody right here next to you. Dean says, okay. Sam says, I heard what Sister Matthias was saying about, you know, hiding pain by taking on a mission. And I know that's what you're doing a little bit. And it's okay. I mean, it's fine. I get it. I've done it before too. But I don't buy for one second that the mark is a terminal diagnosis. So don't go making peace with that idea. There has to be a way. There will be a way and we will find it. That's what we do. So believe that. Dean says, okay, Sammy. Sam says, you want to try that again like you mean it? But Dean just says, okay.
0: And credits. Okay, so my thoughts. Um, The first one is, I don't know. I mean, okay, so I've never been to Massachusetts. So, like, I really don't know much about it. But, like, I've never heard that, like, it was Catholic you know, like oh, I, I think, mean, feel like a lot of the East Coast is. I think so too. I I think that's yeah. yeah I think yeah. Well,
1: yeah, because you hear about like you know the Salem witch trials and all that, like
0: yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, like if you think about it, that's where like people originally settled was in the colonies, right? Which yeah. is over there, yeah. and um, like I mean, a lot of people at that point were Catholic, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, I get there's like Catholics and Protestants, you know, because that's the whole like European nightmare Mm -hmm. (laughs) for a long time, you know, like it it was like okay, like are we Catholic? Are we part? You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I just didn't really like. I've never heard of that. I guess it kind of makes sense, but I I didn't know like, apparently that's still a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I mean,
1: I've I've been there a few times, but mostly like you know, um, mostly in like a. airport sort of situation, you know, (laughs) and, and driving to like Eric's family's house in Rhode Island, which is like 40 minutes away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I would say like, I mean, Eric grew up Catholic and so did his, you know, his dad's, uh, whole side of the family, you know, grew up that way. I don't know if they still are, you know, but, um, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And that's really my only... Yeah, You know, and I would expect partially that's because of all the, like, Catholic churches that were, like, already built and stuff there were, like, you know, Mm -hmm. if that's what what people kind of started with over there, then, like, I guess it would make sense, but. Yeah. um, Yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I was like, huh, I mean, like, sort of checks out, but never really, like, thought of it, so whatever. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't so, really hear about many of the other states being, like, primarily, except for Utah, of course, you know, like... Yeah. Utah's like mostly Mormons, most, you know? <laughs> right, yeah, you don't really hear about from, the other
0: states, yeah. I don't know if that's, like, statistically the case, but I would, I mean, I know that there is a lot of Mormons in Utah, at least in certain areas, especially around, like, Salt Lake City and all that sort of stuff, you know? Right, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> my other thought so you know how rowena was saying that she like had a fling basically with some like random you know person that wasn't you know a witch or warlock or whatever you know whatever oh yeah like like,
1: uh like crowley's dad basically Uh yeah crowley's a (laughs) mudblood he
0: is a (laughs) mudblood and i know that that's like you know not the what is the i mean i know that's like the you know bad name that they call them. I couldn't remember what the, like, the actual, like... Oh, it's, um, wow, I can't remember there's, either. like, the muggle-borns, there's the yeah. pure blood. Do they call pure, them pure yeah, bloods? Yeah,
1: they do call them pure bloods. That's right. And
0: then... Um,
1: and then there's squibs, right, who are not magical kids born to magical
0: parents. Yeah. But I don't remember... I don't remember in Harry Potter, like, what the actual, uh, like, the name for that. I mean, I know they call them mudbloods, but I I know that that's, mm-hmm. like, not the PC term, you know? Right, 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 <laughs> right. There's something else. I wonder if I can, I'm going to look that up real quick. Because that, I was like, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. whatever, but. Yeah, uh, you'll have to let me know. Third term for, <laughs> whoops.
1: For, for
0: half Is it?
1: I almost said half breed. I feel like that's not very kind either. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let me see. It's taking a little while to load. Um, Hmm. uh, Somebody, there's Muggleborn. But that doesn't mean Almost like. Because a foul name for someone who's muggle born. So.
1: I guess if one of your parents is a muggle, you're automatically muggle born then, even if. I guess. Uh,
0: I thought that there was like a, you know, you're pure half and then like, you know, neither one of the parents are. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. So, muggle born,
1: I guess. Yeah. Because I I can't think of another name.
0: Yeah, I don't. Okay, well, that's that. So I guess I just thought that, it, that. Yeah. So it's if you're half or you know neither one of your parents are magical, then you're Muggleborns. Okay. I could have sworn there was something else, but maybe I'm just losing my mind. That's fine. <laughs> but anyways, um Crowley is a Muggleborn or a Muggle yes. if you want to go there. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, yeah. Other than that, the only other <laughs> thought that I had um, was that, so, at first, because I don't, I didn't really remember this episode at first, like, I remembered bits and pieces of it as I watched it,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I thought for some reason that Piero was, like, some sort of, like, you know, warlock, witch, whatever, you know, mm. since he, like, it was like, oh, he needed me for his paintings, like, he's using her in some way other than just, like, as a muse, you know? yeah. So, I don't know, like that to me kind of like, (laughs) I guess shocked me when he wasn't, you know, like (laughs) it was. It was
1: interesting though that he's like, hey, can I have some of your blood?
0: Yeah, like I thought I was like, this was getting fishier and fishier, you know, like. Right.
1: Yeah. I thought that's where we were going to, but yeah. Yeah. I don't really remember this episode. I think the only thought that I really had was, um, and i normally would have said this in my you know in the first part of this but um the the hot nun <laughs> is played by um the actress who's in that show legion which is i think it's a hulu show oh i have idea um, yeah oh it is so good it's got um the main dude of course i can't remember his name he's um he's uh okay he was on downton abbey as is it matthew the guy who like your main love interest who Oh, for, or in a
0: car accident or whatever yeah yeah, yeah he's yeah, in yeah. it Not like you yeah that's i like don't really show. remember what he looks like though it's okay. been a while since i've watched yeah. that
1: yeah so i just i was i was happy to see this actress again because she's she's really cool on that show so yeah so anyway that was it yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> yep yeah. yeah um
1: you'd like that show it takes place in a mental institution I don't know why I said you'd like it because of that that wasn't a reflection on you I know no, uh, you're but fine. It's, it's very I do
0: think p- that psychology is very interesting so it's,
1: it's yeah it's it's really funny and creepy oh there's like creepy part oh it's so good we'll watch it you'll <laughs> like it yeah um
0: <laughs>
1: what just happened
0: did I, I cut know. out? I feel okay. like my brain just stalled out for a second. I'm going to blame it on hormones. <laughs> I just kind of was like staring at the screen like, where am I? You know? <laughs> it's okay.
1: I know. It's like, uh, am I frozen? What's happening? Okay. No, I'm just <laughs> stalling out, I guess. That's fine. That's fine. Uh,
0: so uh, what's your favorite moment from this episode? <laughs> We're just going to. Go with that.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, <clears throat> hold on. I need to drink a coffee because of all that laughing. Hold on. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Um, this is um a little dark, but <laughs> um, you know, we so we recorded the first part of this episode like last week, so I don't remember much of this episode. Um, I do uh, one part that really stuck out that was sort of delightfully disturbing though and i'll pick that cuz it had the biggest impact clearly um was when she you know chopped her own finger off and was like hey paint with this you know oh yeah yeah that was it was unexpected it was weird that she got to like sensually moany about it you know i know like Ew. and yeah just all of it was just fucked up and gross i just did not see that coming and i i appreciated that shock value yeah that was disturbing
0: yeah yeah i I kind of was
1: like, Ugh, you know, <laughs> it was gross, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I like—I mean, I—I I don't ever want to witness that in real life. But oh no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no.
0: <laughs> like I saw it coming, and I was like, I'm not looking at that. That's disgusting. And but I and I kind of like plugged my ears because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to hear the sound either. Because uh-huh. like that's the thing—it's like the sound that gets me more than like looking at it, you know? Mm-hmm. And like. <laughs> I just remember here, it's like sounded like they were like chopping a baby carrot or something like yep. that. I'm just like, you know, like, yep, oh yuck, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, anyway, I I liked that. Sorry, <laughs> what was your favorite moment?
0: So I kind of liked the Rowena Olivet stuff, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. specifically when she was, like, I'm watching you and, like, you know, had her eye, her two fingers and she's, like, pointing <laughs> to her eyes and, like, she's, like, getting real close to her eyes, like, her little <laughs> eye-poking fingers, you know, I was, like. <laughs> that was you know? pretty great, yeah. Um, and then when she turns into to Hamster and she's, like, ooh, you're trucking, you know, like, yep. <laughs> go, 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 you know, and it's, like. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yep, yep.
1: I know. I'm, like, like, trying to think. Like, if I had to turn one person from my past that I personally knew, not just, like, a celebrity skeezball, you know, Uh into a hamster, Uh who would it be?
0: Oh, I can easily give you that answer. (laughs) If you had to have
1: one. I think I know your answer. Yeah. I think I know mine. Well. Well. There's. There's. Mm, there's three people competing there Wait, just three? <laughs> we'll go with three Top three yeah. Top yeah. three evil bastards of Lynn's past Yeah
0: <laughs> i mostly I'm Trying to think I have pretty much One, I think Well mm-hmm. Maybe two But that's just, you know Because it would be, you know Kind of satisfying Even though, like I'm sure this person doesn't even like remember who I am, but like, (laughs) that doesn't matter still, you know, like kind of like, Hmm, let's not, you know, I got it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I guess, I mean, if I had to whittle it down even more, there'd be top two. It's interesting to me that I hold these two people in that same like category of like, you should die, you know, but like, (laughs) because they're yeah within a
0: year to a year and a half <laughs> yeah. running around your little feeties off onto the hamster wheel for... yeah yeah huh. yeah that's
1: interesting i'll have to i'll have to unpack that later maybe after an edible i don't know okay
0: yeah. <laughs> why do i need these people to be hamsters <laughs> yes exactly exactly huh. yeah okay. there's like immediately one I'm trying to think if there's, like, anybody that I'm, like, missing that I'm, like, oh, yeah, duh, I definitely need to turn them into a hamster, but, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the oh, what was
1: diff- that, what was that thing you sent me the other day about, like, you could, like, pay to have, like, named cockroaches after your exes or something, what was that again? Oh, yeah! <laughs> Okay,
0: so since Valentine's Day is coming up, <laughs> there's this thing that you can do. I don't know what um, zoo it is. I don't remember if it said. I think it was – here, let me go and try and pull it up. Because I think it said that it was someplace in – oh, this is going to drive me nuts. No, i got to find it. Um, I don't remember what zoo it was. But there was a zoo that um, – I found on Instagram it says if you you can name a cockroach after an ex and have it fed to zoo animals on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh I love this idea. Like yes. <laughs>
0: So it says, for a donation of five dollars to twenty-five dollars, you can name a cockroach after your ex-partner and receive a digital Valentine's Day card. Your ex will also receive a digital card informing them <laughs> that a roach has been named after them and fed to an animal. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> You're like, ah. you know, that's so that, amazing. They like give you the satisfaction, but they're like, somebody hates you this much, you know? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah, I was thinking, you know. Uh, I'm just going to say.
0: It's
1: no, I'm not going to say. What? Oh, it's in Texas? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It says those with an especially annoying ex can pay for an upgrade offer, which includes a personalized video message to the recipient showing their cockroach, rodent, or vegetable being eaten by an animal. <laughs> 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 like, not only do you say, hey, somebody paid for this, and like, <laughs> somebody hates you, they're like... Here's the proof, you know. <laughs> yeah. Let me show That's you. That's lovely. Amazing. God, yeah. I, I got to one of my friends. I sent it. To, I think. Well, I sent it to a few different people. I sent it to you, but one of my um, one of my friends responded. She's like, "Oh yeah, there's another one uh, like this that does litter boxes at an animal shelter." <laughs> yes. Oh, I yeah, Isn't I think you said that to me too. X and just like have. You know, cats shitting in a litter box. I love this. I love this I so much. I just, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so really I, happy. Like, okay, this, let me just take this one step further, though. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could get the zoo animals to eat the roaches and then get them to shit them out in the litter boxes? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: what zoo is this in Texas? I need to look this up. Um,
0: Let me look. This is, is lovely. Uh it just says in Texas, it doesn't say um uh, okay. Uh it doesn't say I'm sure that there's probably you'd have to like Google it or something. I'm surprised that there was no like link or anything for people to like do it, but mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, that's the <laughs> that's a thing that can be done. So folks, here's here's my one request. If you do, in fact, find this uh, Texas Zoo online and decide to donate the money to get a cockroach fed to uh, somebody, I would like, if you get a video, I would like to see that video. Because I need to know how this works.
1: (laughs) Okay, I just... It's the San Antonio Zoo
0: in Texas. Okay, okay. Yeah. I. Yeah. This is amazing. That would be really great to, like... I I don't know that I would ever like take the time to actually do that, but I really like the idea.
1: (laughs) (coughs) I love this. I love this. I'm going to, I mean, how much money is it? (laughs) Like how many?
0: $5 to $25. And then you can pay for an upgrade to get a video of proof. The thing is, is you might have, I mean, it doesn't say you have to, but it says that you can, if you pay for the upgrade, it'll send them the video of whatever it is getting eaten, right? So, I don't know if you get the video and then they just get informed and then if you upgrade, then they also get the video too or something. I don't know exactly mm-hmm. how it works, but I I thoroughly enjoy it. <laughs> Me too.
1: Oh, okay. My brain is like, but which X would you name? Well,
0: okay. I mean, you could spend 25 bucks and get five of them, you know? Like, That's true. That's true. You know, um, I wonder if it's like, because it says like, it said roaches or rodents or vegetables. I wonder if like a rodent is $25 and like, Mm. you know, a roach is five and like a vegetable somewhere in between or something. Or like if there's like, Mm. you know, I don't know exactly how it works, but yeah, I don't think I really like the idea. I would
1: not want a rodent to get eaten. Obviously, I know they do get eaten, but yeah, I don't want to be responsible for that. So, But I'll go with the roach, sure.
0: <laughs> well, they're not going to get extra roaches. They're just going to name the ones that are already... I you know, know, but still, I don't want to be a part of that. Me sad. Oh, I would be fine with that. If All I got right. a video and, like, <laughs> could send it to... <coughs> also, like... I don't need any of my exes thinking that I even think about them. Cause I really don't, but it, it yeah. would be very satisfying to like, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, it just tickles my fancy. But mm-hmm. anyways, um, <laughs> so our interesting facts <laughs> for this episode, um, it says the sign outside the church reads, he ain't heavy. He's my brother. Um, which is a uh, quote, from the hollies and it says in quotes and jesus <laughs> i don't even know what you're talking about
1: the i don't know either. i don't know what they're what? talking
0: about it says this is a biblical reference first and foremost um i'm gonna go with i've never heard that before yeah i haven't either so
1: i mean you would have i'm it, pretty yeah, sure but like like i feel like someone got confused and that's like a jumble of different thoughts so
0: yeah, and it doesn't even like, make
1: sense, but no, yeah.
0: I, okay. I, I'm going to say like, could I be forgetting something? Sure. But I'm pretty sure like. It, he ain't heavy. He's my brother is not from the Bible. <laughs> 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 it's just saying. Did um, they say
1: ain't in the Bible? Is that a thing?
0: They don't say ain't. <laughs> okay.
1: I'd um, be surprised if they did, but OK. All
0: right. I mean, they could say maybe he isn't heavy. He's my brother, but I don't remember any of that. You know what? I'm gonna look that up real quick because. <laughs> okay. He isn't. Yeah. That's heavy. Weird. He's my brother. Whoops! Ah! Hmm. Um. Come on. Let's see. I'm looking it up too. Um. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm not sure if this is accurate or not. Um. So I'm seeing a lot of ants. It's it could be, yeah. So it's a um story is told of one boy carrying another boy who had polio and wore leg braces up the stairs. He asked if he was heavy, and he responded, "He ain't heavy. He's my brother." But I don't know if that's actually uh, that's like a story that somebody came up with. And they, like as like a relation to a Bible story sort of thing or like. Mm-hmm. Let me look. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: yeah, I just I'm I don't think skin. ain't is in the Bible. So that's weird.
0: Yeah, it's really not. They're not going to have the word ain't, but mm-hmm. I mean they could say he's not or whatever, or he isn't, or you know. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> um. I'm trying to read but, like, not really read it, but kind of like skim it. I'm not Really seeing okay much, but I also don't know if I'm looking at the right thing, yeah, either, yeah it sounds so. like someone's interpretation of the story, yeah, I'm pretty sure, I don't know, I could be wrong, but whatever, it's fine, mm-hmm. so like <laughs> anyway, we'll go with it, um, okay. but it's also the name of a song. <laughs> Popularized by the Hollies in 1969, okay. and it says. However, it's probably an innuendo to Sam and Dean's relationship, since one is always having to carry the other through a difficult time. That is true. Uh, so it says this week's uh, cover names of Almond and Betts refer to the Almond Brothers band, not almond. <laughs> Did I say almond? I meant almond.
1: I think it said yeah. almond, but it all sounds like almond to
0: me. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. A l l m a n. Yeah, um, Eric loves that band. Yeah. Okay. Um, it says Greg or Dwayne Allman and Dickie Betts. Mm-hmm. Um, it says Paint It Black uh, is a song by the rock band The Rolling Stones. Um, the church featured in this episode was used as a filming location once before um, in season two's uh, Houses of the Holy, um, mm-hmm. both the interior and exterior match. Okay. Um, The church in the opening scene is St. Andrew's Wesley United Church in Vancouver, Canada. Um, And it says the painter that Isabella talks about falling for and killing in 1520 may be Piero di Cosimo. I I don't know if I said that right. Um, Who was alive in 1462 to 1522. Um, He's in a here he was an Italian Renaissance painter, most well known for painting landscapes, religious subjects, and decorations for carnival. Um, however, De Cosimo died at 60 years old, and the painter in this episode is clearly in his mid 20s at the time of his death. <laughs> yeah, huh, okay. <clears throat> okay, so our research from this week is off of visittuscany.com because. Ooh. We in Florence for part of this. <laughs> That's Not true, really, but kind of. So <laughs> yeah, it counts. Trying to get outside of the US as often as we can, as far as like research goes, because like, hey, only so many things in Kansas you can look up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> so yes. I don't know if we ever get to Florence, other than you know this one specific time. So we're gonna go with Florence. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the mysteries, oddities, and scary stories of Florence. Um, it says, did you know that one of the oldest churches in Florence has a stone head emerging from one of its walls? Have you ever heard about the story behind the open? Wait, yes. The open window of Palazzo Graffoni, I'm guessing, um, in Piazza Santissima Sa- Santis Oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's it, okay, Santissima Annunziata." I am okay. so sorry if you're Italian. <laughs> yes. I'm making a mess of these words, but I'm trying, okay? Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> it says, "Does the name D, Balda- and Chiari ring a bell?" No. <laughs> <laughs> know i don't even know if i said it right <laughs> but i'm willing to learn okay <laughs> so, so visiting a century-old city is always a great pleasure but if you add some eerie stories secret corners and unsolved mysteries then you can really have an unforgettable experience did if you say
1: secret corners
0: or secret. sacred secret. what secret okay um it says, if you are keen to discover more about the dark side of Florence, then read on, turn the lights off, and get ready to feel the shivers down your spine. <laughs> um so the first one is the ghost of Baldaccio de uh Giari. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it says every day thousands of tourists converge on Piazza della Signora. Signoria um but only if you know it has a truly grim past. For example, no one knows how many people were killed at Palazzo Vecchio, but we can affirm with certainty that Baldaccio d'Nardia, uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right, a mercenary captain from the province of Arezzo uh, was wrongfully accused of treason and brutally murdered there on September 6, 1441. Nothing strange about the whole story so far, but let's see what happened 560 years later. Um, In 2001, on a summer night, a boy and his girlfriend went out for a romantic stroll at the Pizzoli Michelangelo and recorded the occasion with some pictures. The next day, viewing the images on the computer, they realized there was an eerie face staring back at them from one of the pictures and decided to send it to some experts. The photo was analyzed and turned out to be genuine. The detail that makes you jump is that the translucent figure seems to indicate exactly Palazzo Vecchio. Um, after further research, uh, the paranormal investigators concluded that it was the ghost of Baldaccio de, de Anciari. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, unsurprisingly, able unable to find peace. Aww. Cut it on film. That's crazy. Um, so the next one it says paranormal activity. Are you scared yet? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go on with other chilling stories. <laughs> uh, on April 26, 1478, uh, the masterminds behind the ignominious um, Pazzi posi- conspiracy, um, which is an unsuccessful attempt to d- depose the House of Medici, culminating in the murder of. Guilano and the wounding of Lorenzo uh, were hanged from the windows of Palazzo, Palazzo Vecchio as a clear warning not to provoke the powerful family. Those who had managed to escape were later caught, tortured, and savagely killed. It is said that some corpses were dragged naked through the streets and eventually thrown into the Arno River. 20 years later, on May 23rd, 1498, Dominican friar and preacher Girolamo Savonar, uh, Savonarola was hanged and burnt at the stake in front of the crowd. His ashes were scattered into the same waters. In a few words, many people report there's a lot of paranormal activity going on around here, so don't be surprised if you have a strong feeling that somebody is watching you. Yeah. Um, okay. The next one is a mysterious human profile. Last but not least, a curious detail. Look for the mysterious human profile engraved on the wall right at the entrance of Palazzo Vecchio. Um, An urban legend says it was sculpted by Michelangelo without even looking at what he was doing. Um, So there's, and it has a picture here that's like, it's got a stone. um, It looks like it's just like... a stone for part of the wall, you know, that's got kind of a face like somewhat carved into it, but not really here. Like also you can kind of see like Oh,
1: okay. So it's it's, it's, not it's like, like flat
0: though. Well done? Yeah, it's not yeah. well done, but you can tell that it was probably like done on purpose. Mhm. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's interesting. Okay. But
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so it says, uh, the next one is the mysterious stone head. Um, so it says <laughs> <laughs> eight minutes walk from Piazza della Signora, Signoria, um, is the church of Santa Maria Maggiore, um, that was built in the eighth century. <clears throat> uh, locals and tourists walk up and down Via di Cer- Ceritani. This is, uh, I'm not good at Italian. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing better than I would be. I promise i should ask so my well not technically sister-in-law yet but we'll call our sister-in-law um she's italian i should ask her like how oh, to yeah. like say certain letter combinations, you know like you yeah. know like the ch and like the you know the different like letter combinations that are most popular and be like how do i say these things correctly yeah <laughs> Yeah. Like I feel like she would probably know, or if she didn't know the word would be able to tell me at least how to say it, you know mm-hmm. yeah, um anyways, um uh walk up and down every day, um however, they almost never notice the stone head that emerges from its northern wall, as the legend goes, this strange head belongs to a cursed woman who leaned out of a church window as a man was sentenced to death and accused of witchcraft um was being dragged to Piazza Santa. Cro- crochet mm? um, to meet his fate. Uh, the woman shouted to the crowd to not give the man a drink as it would prevent him from dying. As she pronounced these words, the angry sorcerer turned her into stone and trapped her head on the church wall forever.
1: Why? Why did that make the sorcerer angry? Because she's
0: saying don't give him water it Oh he's the sorcerer the yeah yeah the guy who's the guy about that was to be killed. Yeah Oh okay. I thought they're that, like okay. like don't give him water or he won't die and so she's like or he's like screw you and like turned her into stone and you know.
1: Yeah. But, uh, Why would he not die from having water?
0: Who knows? <laughs> huh. Okay. I don't know. It doesn't say
1: okay. but
0: obviously it pissed him off. <laughs> yeah, right. So you know, there's that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. It says the next one is the legend of the always open window in P- Piazzia or Piazza Santissima Annunziata. Mm, this is <laughs> okay. Um. So it says not too far from Santa Maria Maggiore, um, is Piazza Santissima Annunziata. <laughs> with its ancient Palazzo Boudini Gattai, once known as Palazzo Graffoni. Um, the far right window on the second floor of this building is always open, and this is because a ghost lady is still waiting for her husband to come back. Aww. Centuries ago, one of the Graffoni sons was called off to war and had to leave his young bride with a promise he would return soon. The girl waited patiently behind the open window for decades, but her loved one never came back. She kept on waiting until the day of her death, and the window was finally closed. Immediately, the furniture started shaking, books flew off the shelves, and paintings fell off the walls. The mayhem continued until the shutters were reopened, and that's why the window has always been left ajar since that day. Oh, that's crazy. Still watching.
1: Yeah. I want to go close that shit and see what happens. I wonder if they let paranormal investigators do that, you know?
0: I mean, I would assume that they... Probably would unless I mean I don't know. Like that's the thing is how do paranormal investigators even like know about that or would care about something I like think that? So. You know, like yeah. Not that they wouldn't care about it, but you know, like is that something that they'd be willing to go to Italy to, you know, test yeah. out that one well, thing. Well there you must know? be
1: paranormal investigators already in Italy though. I don't think that's just an American thing, you know?
0: Well no, I'm not saying like go there like Tr- like from here but just like go to that building for a window
1: yeah i'd you know, go like, for a
0: fucking window well i'd go to italy for a lot of things but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah mostly <laughs> food <laughs> yeah, <pretty much. laughs> i mean i've been to italy before really cool and i liked seeing all of the you know the Colosseum and all the different you know sites in general right I also really like the food. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, carbs, man. Oh, let me tell you what carbs. <laughs> it's my favorite. They're my so favorite. good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, I would survive just on pasta happily. Happily. Oh,
0: for sure. Like, yeah. would I also be 300 pounds? Yes.
1: Happily. Would I be a happy
0: 300 pounds? <laughs> also, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep yep uh, hold on <laughs> okay had to <laughs> it's getting dry <laughs> <laughs>
1: by that she meant she had to hydrate I think I had
0: to get some water <laughs> for <from> my throat because <laughs> I was starting to get a little <clears throat> anyways um, <laughs> sorry be <moving> on <laughs> so um it says ponte vecchio ghost captured on film um it says our final haunted spot is the ponte vecchio um definitely one of the top sites in florence um in july 2005 an american tourist was walking to this bridge to take some pictures of the sunset over the arno river when he got back home he was shocked to discover that he had captured on film a translucent translucent (laughs) translucent Apparition of an old white bearded man staring back at him from a bridge window. Do yeah. you find it hard to believe? Then check out the video on YouTube by searching for Ponte Vecchio ghost captured on film. Uh, fact or faked? That sounded weird. Fact or faked? No, that's right. Okay. Um, there is something going on behind that window. The past is anything but dead in Florence. We've just told you some good stories, but there are hundreds of other tales, mysterious corners, and apparitions. The best thing you can do is take a tour by night and discover yourself.
1: I would love to. That would be wonderful. Let's do it. That would it. be interesting. Yeah. I remember
0: doing, like, a walking tour when I was in, I think I've talked about this before, when I was in, um, London. It was, like, mm. a ghost walk or whatever. Um... But that would be fun to do in other areas too. The trick is, is like you'd have to make sure that <laughs> you booked it in English, because oh, yeah. that's a that's an easy thing to like mm-hmm. screw up. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, it's like you get on this tour and you don't speak the language, and you're like, well, okay, this is cool, but like, what do they say? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, right. So, yeah, but that's all. Cool. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. our research about Florence and creepy, creepy, the creepies in Florence. Every time you say something about a bridge,
1: I always think of Ilchester, the molester or whatever that <laughs> one we did.
0: That I, that yeah. will never, ever leave my mind. What was that? State a bridge was that I feel like that wasn't a bridge. I feel like that one was. It a, was. It was like was he like lurking under Tom. the bridge. Well, so he lurks under a bridge. Like that's
1: that was his thing. Like he's under the bridge, and if you're like even like a distance away from it, like and you stop blinking, like you'll see him, and then he'll get closer and closer.
0: Every time you blink, yeah, yeah, until you're, you're like touching eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: yeah, that 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 idea is so creepy to me. I wonder where that even is, like what state that's in, you know?
0: I don't remember. Yeah, I'll find out. <laughs> but the fact that his name is Ill chest and Molester is just gotta... kind of, <laughs> you know, you like... know, yeah uh okay i'm <laughs> pretty awful there in that title but i know hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so what was your edge of duraspa moment from this week
1: okay so this happened yesterday it's fresh in my mind um and uh so okay killian is doing basketball right now so um his you know league he's playing at one of the high schools around us um so we were there yesterday it was you know me and eric my mom and my aunt and my uncle and um you know and then like a lot of them mom squads there because all their kids are Mm -hmm. doing basketball with killian okay so i am sitting next to um one of my good friends uh one of the moms and she has a a four-year-old son who really likes to run away, like just likes <laughs> to just book it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. So like, so, so she was there with her husband, her older son is playing with Killian and her younger son. It's like, it's during like a timeout or something. So he just basically like books it for the door to head outside. And like, after like a couple seconds, it was obvious that like, oh yeah, he's He's not actually going to stop. Like, usually, like, he oh, will. he's going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So both of his parents, like, take off and run. And he does make it out the door. The door closes. They are there a split second later. And he had just waited on the other side of the door. Everything was fine. Like, literally, mm. he was alone for a whole second. So, yeah. You know still no, like was,
0: hey maybe don't take off running dude
1: you know? <laughs> I was impressed that they realized it when they did because it took me a little longer to realize like oh yeah he's going to but I mean their kid they yeah. know him you know makes yeah. sense but I mean it's I was, their kids so. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. so yeah right all right so um so anyways they you know they bring him back and everyone's kind of joking because it was cute and funny and they were kind of humorous about it and you know what I mean and the kid mm. was just doing that like Smile like, I did it, you know, like (laughs) I got away. (laughs) Yeah, you know, so all of it was just kind of, you know, humorous. Um, and so, uh, so the mom, she's standing next to me now and she's kind of facing the bleachers. Uh And Eric, her husband, sort of went down. Uh, the gym a little bit more. So he's not standing right there. And she's like, Oh God, I'm sweating now. Cause you know, she had to run after her kid. Yeah. <laughs> so She starts she starts taking her, her sweatshirt off, you know, she's uh-huh. got a shirt on under it. It's not a big yeah. deal. And yeah. we're, all, so the rest of us are sort of looking, you know, at, at her son who's, you know, proud of himself for running away. And, yeah. you know, or, you know <laughs> like, and, ah, Eric, and Eric goes, Oh yeah, now we got a halftime show. And like, I know like my brain immediately was like, oh, he's talking about, you know, her son running away because it was a funny once once everybody knew he was safe. It was funny, you know? Yeah. And so and I was like, oh, yeah. But then like my aunt started laughing and (laughs) my friend taking off her sweatshirt just kind of went and rolled her eyes. And then (laughs) Eric goes, oh, no. And then I realized. Oh, <laughs> it sounds like he means her taking off her shirt is the halftime show.
0: Like, that's not what we meant. Yeah. The <laughs> airflow
1: <laughs> was mortified. And I was also like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> she was like, no,
1: no, that's funny. And I was like, thank God your husband isn't right here. And she's like, oh, no, he would have laughed. But maybe, yeah. maybe he wouldn't. have. I don't know. <laughs> i was just like dude eric you could not say that when a girl's taking her shirt off.
0: <laughs> and you know of course he didn't think about it that way but like i know that's how it was so it, funny you know?
1: I, yeah he was so embarrassed like obviously he would never do that on purpose you know yeah. like that's not that's not him at all but yeah even like he wouldn't even joke about that you know what i mean because yeah. that, that could make someone uncomfortable like yeah of course yeah. right but but damn it was hilarious so (laughs) so that happened there's my husband checking up other women taking their clothes off so (laughs) yay yay eric okay yeah
0: what was your moment (laughs) (laughs) so mine has to do with travis um (laughs) he okay so last week was it last week or the week before it was the week before at this point because what was it yeah it was right before the gender reveal party so it would have been last week or week before sorry oh it was a week ago ago, right yeah no more than a week ago because this last weekend would have been a week since the gender reveal and it was before that okay so it's almost it was a week and a day ago but okay it was like almost it'll be two weeks on wednesday today's monday Okay.
1: Oh, I thought we were talking about the actual party. I'm like, no, it was not no no, 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 got that it. Got it.
0: Incident, I got it. So, <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> I make it. Sound, I mean, whatever. It was an incident. So, he's at work, right? So the the part of him about him getting hurt is not the idiot or up moment, because it's not like anything that he did that was stupid or whatever. But so yeah. basically, he's like cutting out a piece of metal right at work, and like. I guess from what he said, like it heats up a little bit so it doesn't automatically come out of the like piece that you cut it out of, you know, until it starts to cool down. So he was doing something with the other side and the other piece fell out and landed right on his tail. And he, you know, now we know that he broke part of the toe bone, like the end of the bone at the end of the toe uh, on his big toe. And it kind of, like, chipped off a piece, so it's got to try and, like, heal back on there somehow. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Um, the thing that drove me nuts <laughs> was that, hey, like, you know, it, he, <laughs> he would not go to get it checked out. Wouldn't do it. Like, he immediately is like, oh... I'm pretty sure it's broken, like, it's getting really puffy, you know, all this sort of stuff. And, like, I was like, you need to go to the doctor and get that taken care of. Because with some things, if they break and they need to go in and fix it, if it starts to heal on its own first and it's healing not quite right, especially if, like, part of the bone is, like, displaced or whatever, like, they're going to have to re-break it (laughs) and go in and, like, pin it or whatever they need to do, you know, to fix it. Mm -hmm. I was like, best case scenario, they give you like a cast or a walking boot or something like that. So that way, like, you just like take the weight off of it or whatever. You're not supposed to be on it. Well, yeah, you know, with how he operates, that's not what he does. (laughs) He just Mm -hmm. goes and does his business and was like, oh, I don't know why this is healing or this isn't healing. Anyways, and like so far he's been okay, but it took him until Friday after work to go and he, this is after i'm like hey you need to show your boss this happened at work this is an l and i thing he has right. to let you go and get it looked at you know and like, like legally he has you have to do it immediately he has to, you know like yeah that's how that works you know right and i don't know like and i mean and i used to work with l and i like not as far as like i worked for them but like i worked with a lot of people that had l and i claims because i used to work at a pt office right so right. Okay, fine. Like, I, I know the process for the most part and how it works. Yeah. And he just, like, wouldn't do it. And I'm like, did you go today? Did you go today? And I, at the point where I was like, okay, I feel like I'm just, like, nagging him. But also, take care of yourself, you know? <laughs> like, right. Holy cow. But so, you know, and he's just like, oh, well, I'm sure it's broken. And I'm like, yeah, so I'm sure you should probably go get that checked out and make sure they don't need to do anything with it, you know? Yeah. Um. But at any rate, it took him a long... It was just frustrating because it took him, like, days to go in and get it looked at and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, I was like, hey, like, we have our gender reveal party this weekend, so you're not going to have time to get it done this weekend. Like, you Mm. have to go and get it taken care of or else you're not going to be able to go in until Monday. And at that point, like, who knows what they're going to have to do if they're going to have to go in and get it fixed almost, you know, not quite a week later, but still, like, five days later. And so um you know he finally went in and it's like one of those oh like this is a weird area so like tape it so that way it kind of holds the piece on and like stay off of it yeah well the staying off of it hasn't really happened but (laughs) (laughs) you know at least it is like somewhat getting better i kind of expect that he's probably going to lose that toenail or at least part of it you know yeah um because it's pretty colors. It's not the whole thing. I was kind of surprised, like, for where he hit it too, because it was kind of, like, across the toenail a little bit. Like, Ugh. you know, like, that he hasn't lost it already. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, that was just kind of, like, kind of, is like, dude, you're being dumb. Like, go get taken care of. I hate well, that. So, is he, like, anti-doctor in general?
1: Like, do you think that's what was going on? He doesn't on? go until he's actively dying. Okay, I see. Generally so, speaking. it's just... Okay. I don't know if there was, like, something special about this. Maybe it was, like, the L&I factor, because that can be annoying, sure, you know, or, it's or annoying, whatever.
0: but also it's kind of one of those that's, like, dude, like, you just got to do it, you know? I don't you know. Do. like, yeah. He's kind of, like, he's had to be... You know, not for himself, but he's had to be in, like, a lot of hospitals and stuff and, like, all that sort of stuff. So he's kind of like, I will not go unless I have to, which I understand, but also at a certain point, like, hey, you know that something is wrong. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. you have to get it checked out. You can't just wait until it goes away on its own because might it I guess but like also it might not and like you don't want to mess with things that can affect you later on because like yeah if you like you know break a foot or whatever and it kind of heals on its own it might be fine for now but like later on mm. in life that might really screw you up you know right absolutely so, yeah but anyways, uh. that was kind of like my frustration with it <laughs> it's just like that would stress me
1: out, especially, I mean, yeah, with your with your party coming up and he was doing the reveal himself, you know. Yeah, so. that
0: was another thing. And as I was mm-hmm. like, dude, like so basically what he did is he got like this little like powder canister thing that he was going to sh- because he does archery, right? He does like bow hunting and all that sort of stuff. And so he was like, well, he did. He ended up doing it. But the plan was was for him to, um, you know, get the little canister or whatever and shoot it and make sure, you know. Or just, like, that's what was going to happen. He was going to shoot it, the powder was going to come up, whatever color, right? Yeah. Okay, fine. But I was like, here's the thing, though. Like, you need to make sure that they're not going to, like, put you in a cast or need you to do something. And that you're going to be able to actually do that. Because (laughs) at a certain point, like, I want like... That's our plan for our reveal. So if that's not going to work, we need to know sooner rather than later that it's mm-hmm. not going to work. Because if you can only stand on one foot, that's going to make a difference, you know? Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> if for you, sure. you know, like, if you're not, if you're having to, like, be on crutches or something, like, you know, it's going to make it a lot harder to shoot a bow at a teeny little canister. <laughs> yeah, right. So, anyways, it like, it ended up being fine, but it was just kind of one of those, like... He was agavating. yeah, it's
1: like you gotta do this for our, you know, our plans in a couple days, not just for yourself, you know, it's also, like, just like like more like incentive.
0: and just you would think that you know, your health would be important too, you know, and I understand like if you're just like if you have a cold or whatever, not needing to necessarily go to the doctor, or if you're like, oh, you know, yeah you know my shoulder kind of hurts or whatever. like I slept funny, like, okay, fine. like if it's something minor like that, whatever, you know, but like, this could hey, affect
1: how you walk for the rest of your life. I know, and also or like go hunting clearly yeah.
0: did damage. There was an injury that happened, and I can s- visually see that something is not right. You know, like yeah, maybe go get it taken care of. But and yeah. then like later that day, after he had injured it, he went. So he had tickets to go to a Kraken game, which is um our area's hockey, um mm-hmm. or national uh, NHL team. Anyways, there's other there's like different teams or or there's one like minor league team or something I think too but anyways I don't know much about hockey but I was kind of like hey you know like maybe you shouldn't go to this game and be walking from a car somewhere in Seattle all the way to the stadium walking around the stadium to try and find seats and like doing all this stuff yeah yeah, having to go and walk back and then drive back and that whole thing you know it was just like Mm -hmm. dude like this doesn't seem like a good idea means it's like oh you know whatever so it was just like a whole series of events that was kind of frustrating and like is it fine now yeah you know but also am I a little bit extra hormonal and do I get a little <laughs> bit <irritated? laughs> more frequently with stuff like that yes you know? well I mean this this was That's frustrating me, but <laughs> yeah
1: not really I don't think so I mean uh, the whole thing was frustrating and especially because you had that thing coming up and people coming over and that meant you had to clean a little bit more if he's not able to and you know it was just it was it was bad timing for that too oh yeah it was bad timing
0: which again not his fault because it's not like he was doing something stupid and did it it was a complete accident but it was just kind of like I need to know what's happening here so that I can like figure out what to do because I uh, not that it's all up in the air but like kind of, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I get it.
0: Anyway, yeah,
1: but he's good, right? Like, is he still limping? I mean, I know there's
0: no cast on. Oh, he's still limping. They basically, they told him to tape his toes so that way, like, one splinted off of the other, or the big toe splinted off the other one, and to have, like, you know, gauze or some sort of padding in between the toes to kind of, like, keep it from rubbing together, but also have there be more pressure on that spot to kind of, like, push it more towards the bone where it's supposed mm-hmm. to heal and hopefully it'll like fuse back onto that piece of bone because it's completely broken off like the so if you know anything about anatomy the big toe the bone at the end it's kind of like I don't know how to describe it so you've got the piece at the end that's just kind of like a regular bone shape but at the base of it where it attaches to the next bone there's two little pieces that kind of like not wing out from the side but also kind of okay um so it's like slightly like shark tooth ish shaped but not as pointy right so it's okay. like more it's rounded at the top and then it kind of comes down and then there's two little like pieces that go off each side and then that underneath that is where it attaches to the next bone so okay. one of the little pieces that kind of wings off to each side he snapped that off that's what happened oh okay um hmm. So it's like not. Will it? I mean,
1: I didn't know that. Well, I guess I did. I was going to say bones will reattach. I just. The
0: they will. It seems depends kind of crazy, on, you okay. know, how far it is apart and all that sort of stuff and how much he stays off of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But hmm. anyway. Yeah. That's that was crazy. my rant. For <laughs> <laughs> for today.
1: <laughs> uh, Okay. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandasputspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram under Idgits and Asputs, a supernatural podcast. Please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and email us your Idgit and Asput moments for a chance to hear your story on our podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.